0: people. Hey guys. I'm Emmy. And I'm Jordan. And this is Death in the Northwest, where we talk about
1: gruesome murders and crimes. What genre should our theme song be this week?
0: Um I'm like we're landed Elvis, so I want, I want to feel some Elvis-y vibes.
1: I said, everybody's getting murdered today. I said, one, two, three, somebody's going to murder me. I said, a in the northwest. Oh, my God. I'm really impressed. Thank you <laughs> Like, that is... Awful but wonderful at the
0: same time. Thank Do you God. like have any background in like in music,
1: or are you just like just fucking up? Okay. I just I'm just fucking around. I did some musicals when I was a kid. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, my singing's atrocious, but what's your uh, musical career history? Were you ever like a tree in a play? No, I like, had to be like one, two, three. I'm no, a tree. No, no. Okay,
0: I wasn't good at anything as a kid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, sat I, like, ba- just sat in a just sat in dark room and waited for puberty.
0: Um, yeah. So like, <laughs> my even parents even tried to put me in sports, and I'm like the one playing soccer, but like I'm in the back. Okay. uh in the field, like picking the flowers, and my dad's
1: on the sideline screaming at you. Were you a kid? Because I this is definitely a type of kid that runs with T-Rex arms. Where like when you run I you put run with t-rex I was arms. gonna say where you put your little arms in front of you, like little T Rex claws, and they kinda of swing back and forth when you run. I can, I can picture just picture it. you seven years old being like, I'm coming for the ball. <laughs> you wouldn't sound like that, but you would have <gasps> little T Rex arms like this. <laughs> no, I I I don't wanna say that. I feel like I a... okay to be a T Rex arm kid. I know. You've turned into like a very well adjusted adult. Thank you. Yeah. So. Mom, dad, do you hear that? Good job, Mr. and Mrs. McClellan.
0: Okay, so the guy we're talking about today, his name is Jake Bird. Jake Bird. Jake Bird. Now, Jake did not fit neatly within the typical profile of a serial killer due to his age and race. And despite the number of victims involved, it seems to be one of the least studied cases of its kind.
1: So was he like 82 and and Malaysian?
0: He was young and African-American. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Jake was born in Louisiana in 1901, and he left home when he was 19 years old. And after moving away from home, Jake never stayed in one place for a long time because he would move around from job to job, and he was a railroad gandy. So that means mm. he would just lay the tracks.
1: Lay those tracks. Lay those lay tracks. Lay bars, just like um, me. <laughs> there Laying you tracks. go.
0: There you go. So this was a job that unfortunately allowed him to stock and murder women in the towns he visited at the age of 24 in 1925 jake was hopping trains and he met up with two men named gordon and james the train they were on stopped suddenly in ashton nebraska and when the train stopped a real angel climbed on top of the car where jake gordon and james were riding and they ordered him to get off the train
1: okay so this was like very like james bond style like they were literally on top of the train yep yep okay. yep All
0: right. and a fight ensued on top of the train and james ran but gordon was thrown from the top of the train car and fell on the tracks and when the train start, started running up again gordon's body was crushed and he later died that night in the oh hospital god so he was sliced in half yeah
1: yeah <gasps> mm-hmm. semi gordy it's disgusting oh yeah. god Did he, which half i mean i guess if it's half both halves <laughs> cut it was half. his
0: hand and his and like one of his legs and so did he bleed out
1: yeah and he <sighs> like
0: died later in the hospital that night yikes yeah. man So Jake stuck around because he wanted to make sure that the trail rail agent was caught for his crimes or like convicted for his crimes. So he cared about this. He really cared about this guy, which seems really ironic to me because this guy will just wreak havoc everywhere he goes. Okay. Yeah. All right. On November 18th of that year, Jake snuck into the home of a 74-year-old man named J.W. Blackman. That night, Jake murdered a black man with an axe. The next day, Jake snuck into the home of
1: the Ressos. Wait, he- pause. This is not sexually driven then? Did he do anything to the old man? Because I feel nope. like axe murderers are usually... He just, he went, well, he went in to rob the house. Quote, unquote. But he
0: literally went in. He basically... He didn't steal. He stole like a dollar from the house.
1: Okay. See, so So he was trying to be like, oh, no, like robbery gone wrong. Exactly. But really, yeah. he just wanted this, to murder somebody. This you'll
0: see is his MO. Okay. And then so the next day, he snuck into the home of the Rezos, where he bludgeoned to death the wife of Waldo Mm -hmm. Rezo, Gertrude, and her sister. Gertrude was 21 years old, and her sister was only
1: 17. Oh, God. You know
0: know what else I'm realizing from
1: our true crime, like, exploits? Is that it's always, like, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah's wife. It's never Mm -hmm. just, like, they murdered Gertrude. It's always, like, they murdered his wife. Who's going to make him sandwiches now? Yeah.
0: Oh, no. 1925? What is he going to do? What's he going
1: to do? He's going to starve to death without a personal chef and homemaker
0: exactly so that was not the end of his rampage he crept in the home of harold Stribling, who was 25 harold was beaten in the head with an axe and his wife suffered a blow to her face resulting in a small fracture of her nasal bone mrs Stribling survived and she begged jake bird to spare the life of her and her their 16 month old baby oh yeah he agreed okay he agreed But he forced them to leave with them, and they eventually walked three miles before he let them go. So so he took them with him? to uh, Just walking down the farm, because they were in a farm area, so they were in so, but Nebraska. This is, okay,
1: okay. Yeah. God, what a
0: dick. Yeah. On Friday, November 23rd, Jake was arrested after Gertrude went to the place. Jake was charged with a 30-year prison sentence for the attack, but he was released for good behavior in 1941. He only served 12 years for killing Gertrude's hud- husband. He was never charged with the murders of J.W. Blackman, Mrs. Reza, or her sister Kreta Brown. However, Jake was finally arrested again in Michigan in 1943 for a series of robberies and was sentenced to five years in prison. Okay,
1: but so essentially, he killed four people and was only convicted for one of them? Yeah.
0: This was his third term in 20 years, and at the age of 45, he had an extensive record of robberies, attempted murder, and a total of 31 years of incarceration in three states. Michigan, iowa and utah
1: damn yeah. boy gets around he does is it because he was just riding the rails killing people He was people? riding the
0: rails killing people god, biden and the rock re- <laughs> <I'm kidding.
1: laughs> biden 2020 <laughs> yeah exactly oh my god
0: Jump to 1947 on october 30th neighbors heard screams from the house of bertha Clut and her teenage daughter beverly june tacoma police officers andrew sabatis and evan davies who were we will later call skip were Aww. sent to the home i know skip, skip. he's he sounds he like a, a frat sweetie. probably
1: i bet skip
0: skip where so skip was later sent to the home at 2 30 in the morning as they walked up the house a barefoot man ran out to the back of the door into the backyard and crashed to the picket fence was a bird Yes. Was it just another it was, a strange nope, man? It was Bird. Okay. It was your guy, Bird. My boy. I don't want to call him my boy. I
1: hate <laughs> him. <laughs> He's dick. Yeah, he, this guy sucks. <laughs> He's not my boy.
0: Um, and then two officers begin chasing after Jake. So get this. We got Andrew, who was a former prize fighter, and he went by the name of Tiny Lamar. So we've got Skip and Tiny chasing after a man that will later be named the Tacoma Axe Killer at 2.30 in the morning through the alleyways of Tacoma. Damn. Yeah. Skip and Tiny scaled multiple fences, and they cornered Jake in an alleyway. Jake then pulled out a pocket knife and attacked the officers. He cut Skip's hand and stabbed Tiny in the shoulder.
1: Oh, Tiny. I know. Probably Tiny doesn't have much much, much flesh to spare. But listen,
0: Tiny ultimately took down Jake with a left hook and a, to the, and a kick to the,
1: uh, the groin. groin. He yeah. kicked him in the nuts. N- kicked him in the nuts. Good job, That's Tiny. That's Tiny's finisher move.
0: Exactly. It t- it's called a pr- price fighter. Like, Come on, you I don't know. mess with a price fighter. I love it. Tiny. After the fight, Jake was taken to the hospital by Officer John Hickey in the patrol wagon. Tiny was admitted to the hospital with severe back wound, and Skip had cuts in, the cuts in his hands stitched up and, badged, and bandaged as well. So they were all okay. Yeah, they were fine. Um, when the police officers entered the home, they found Bertha Clut, who was 52, dead in her bedroom, which was adjacent to the kitchen. They also found the body of her daughter, Beverly, at age 17 on the kitchen floor.
1: Oh no, so he killed a kid. Yeah, he killed a kid. Yeah,
0: both women had been bludgeoned to death with an axe, which was left in the home. The detectives on the case determined Jake had intentionally gone into the home and attempted to sexually assault Bertha.
1: Okay, so he was sexually motivated to some degree. Yes, yes, yes. Which I feel like in all Especially of in our research case. of axe murderers, I have found out like I have just maybe I'm making maybe I'm making some broad strokes on axe murderers. Don't at <laughs> me axe murderers, but um, I feel like they're all sexually motivated. Yeah. Yeah, Ugh. I could yeah do that
0: for sure. Beverly had heard her mother's screams and ran from her bedroom into the kitchen where she encountered Jake and both women were murdered with the axe. Mm. When Jake confessed to the crimes, he said his intention was just to rob them. He claimed he only killed Bertha because she caught him in the house and he tried to
1: stop him while he ran away. Oh, so he's being like... I didn't really want to kill them. Yeah, I didn't mean to. It was just everything. like, everything went sour. Okay, so he just, this is like, like you said, this is Emma is he likes to pretend that it was a robbery gone awry. Yeah. But like, he wouldn't have killed like, what, like seven, eight people at this point? No, no. If he didn't like killing people? Mm. No, he, this is this what the dude liked to do on his hobbies. Hobbies. Uh, Gotta
0: have hobbies. Horrible hobby. Don't have this hobby. <laughs> Take up crocheting. When um Jake was integrity he confessed he went to the house through the unlocked back door to commit an easy robbery he brought along the axe that he found in the nearby shed in order to bluff off anybody who stopped him he took off his shoes snuck into bertha's bedroom and
1: stole a dollar fifty from her purse oh my
0: god yeah which, well, a dollar fifty which what
1: back then it was worth what ten bucks nothing maybe? yeah yeah
0: when he went into the kitchen he turned around and found bertha standing behind him jake told her he only wanted her money and his shoes back and he would leave but then Beverly grabbed him from behind and the fight started. This resulted in the deaths of the two women. women. Mm. Yeah. Mm. In his confession, Jake said he thought that Skip and Tiny would shoot him so he had um, ta- had attacked him with his well, knife. Well, like,
1: duh, bro. You yeah. just killed a bunch of people. You just killed a bunch whole people. bunch of people. Yeah. Why wouldn't they shoot you, you dummy? Defec-
0: detectives found this story to be very questionable, seeing yeah. as the axe that was used in the murder had come from the shed
1: next door and he was barefoot. So, so... He had gone the axe before he had gone in. Yeah, he, like, he went into Very the shed, like, found the axe. And now, how what many is- axe murders has he done at this point? I mean, I know he's murdered people, but, like, axe-wise? Well, the four, ahead, like, in Okay, Omaha. they were, yeah. were all axes? They were all axes. Oh, damn, so yeah. he... Okay, this, yeah, okay.
0: Yes, and later, you're, you'll, you'll learn more. You'll learn okay. more. Okay, okay. So, police thought he had gone into the house to sexually assault Bertha, and she murdered her daughter, Beverly, when she tried to flee
1: boo yeah. boo
0: at his arrangement jake pleaded not guilty and with the set trial was set for monday november 24th 1947 on the f- november 14th jake's attorney asked for a change of venue he argued that jake could not get a fair trial in pierce county because it was just so well known known of a case
1: i mean i feel like if your case is so well known that you can't get a fair trial you should have a trial there because it means you did some really fucked up, fucked up shit. shit yeah and it's not like okay it's not like this is one of those cases where we have to really be like, oh, this is a gray is area. Like, we don't wonder, know. We literally caught him running out of the house. Yeah. No, like, like that's, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Bananas. Bananas. So that same day though, Jake's attorney also asked to be relieved from his duty because Jake wanted to represent him himself,
1: <laughs> which, okay if we've learned anything from criminal trials if you are a criminal attorney don't get well if you're a criminal criminal, get a a, a lawyer lawyer. i mean but they always do but don't try to represent yourself ted bundy told us or showed us that that was not a good thing to do Mm -hmm. and he had like a law degree from university of utah whereas like this guy is a railroad worker yeah not i don't know just don't don't you guys don't ever murder anyone but if you do no, actually, I don't know. I don't want to tell. Them. I don't want to give the <laughs> murderers like ammunition to get out. of. Don't just don't ever defend yourself. It's a terrible yep. idea. Any what? any crime do you, have, you commit, do don't an, defend yourself. you probably have an environmental science degree. Don't like that's not going to help lawyer, you. No. You're not ready for that. Nope. Ugh. Communications isn't going to help you when it's time to defend yourself from murdering. <laughs> 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 I don't know. <laughs> Is that your TED talk? That's my TED talk. Hey, no matter what your degree is, even if it's a a law degree like Ted Bundy had, don't defend yourself in criminal court. There you go. Thank you. you. you This is my TED talk.
0: Okay, so the judge ultimately denied both requests. Um, And the trial was really quick and it was completed in just one and a half days of testimony. The prosecuting attorney on the c- case was Patrick Steele, and his strategy was to prove that Bertha's death was premeditated, which would then qualify Jake for the pe- death penalty. The peth-denalty. Death penalty. What really weighed heavily in this trial was evidence for murder of Beverly. She was beaten to death in the kitchen, and blood and brain tissue from both oh, victims were found on Jake's
1: clothing. No. Yeah. That's a real hard one to argue. Mm-hmm. Sir, you've got H- he brain also, on your shirt. He also left his bloody fingerprints also like, where are his in the shoes house and on the axe where are his shoes during all of this and
0: his shoes were found at the murder scene oh
1: okay so
0: why did he take his shoes just to not did leave be quieter i guess, I guess. okay yeah and sense. like or maybe not leave footprints but you also do you just like you left he your fucking was sh- so haphazard like sloppy it sounds like
1: he has brain on his shirt yeah. sounds like he's a very <laughs> sloppy boy <laughs> you know, no 101 don't do that big no no, no. don't we should stop giving hints for murderers yeah, we on to how to get away this. with it anyway do
0: leave your fingerprints at the get scene get brains
1: please. all over you yeah. and defend yourself in criminal court exactly
0: the state then introduced a surprise witness his name was officer john hickey he testified that he and officer russell scadham beat jake while he was in their custody
1: now this this is not tiny and no M- 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 gallicuddy Kill- the, M- or whatever two, the names are tiny and skip thank you
0: tiny and skip were the one that caught him okay these two were the ones who went entered the home
1: and are they the, are they the ones that paddy wagoned him off the crime scene? Like they put him in the car? Yes. Okay. Okay. Right, okay. right, right. I, re- I re- recognize the name. Yes. Okay. So Hickey said, I regret to say that I lost my
0: temper after returning from the clut home and viewing the terribly hacked bodies of the two women. I'd asked Jake as we sat in the patrol wagon why he married, murdered the two women. He said he didn't do it. I asked him who did it then. It was Leroy. Who's Leroy? I asked him. Another blank around town, Jake replied. You're lying, I replied, and he took looked at me with a smug and insolent look. I know I should have done it, I, but I hit him in the jaw with my fist, knocking him to the front of the patrol wagon. Then I struck him a number of times with my nightstick until he said, don't kill me. That brought me to my senses, and we took him to the hospital where he, the nurse said he wasn't badly
1: hurt. I do understand that if you just watched him like murder, murder two someone. people, yeah. it would feel real good to punch him in the face. And be like, yeah. you deserve this.
0: I know. Yeah. When the prosecutor went to enter Jake's confession into evidence, the defense attorney objected and declared it had been obtained under duress and therefore inadmissible. But Judge Hodge disagreed, ruling there was no relationship between the beating and Jake's volunteering, voluntary confessions. Okay. Yeah. Closing arguments started on Wednesday morning, November 1947, and the case went to jury at noon. After deliberating for only 35 minutes, the jury returned his verdict jake was found guilty of first degree murder for only bertha he was not charged for the Why? murder well he was not charged for the murder of beverly because it was customary to file only one charge just in case he wasn't found guilty in the first okay offense. so then they could
1: then, then they could charge, him charge him for him the for other, him for other one yep yeah oh that's, but they got him the first try so. okay i, I and he's has death well, okay i mean yeah. I, I still feel like if i was that family i'd be like get him for both, both but yeah. i suppose that if you can only do, yeah it's back okay up. yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The jury voted to impose the death penalty, and Jake was reported to have been impassive throughout the whole trial. He was said to have sat unmoved as the judge read the verdict. On his way back to the jail, Jake asked the five deputy sheriffs guarding him, what's all the excitement
1: about? What a dick. Yeah. But I feel like that's like what that's what someone who like loves attention does, where they're like, wait. Wait. Like, what? what? What's the big deal, yeah. you guys? Because they want people to be like, you just murdered a you bunch of people. did some shit. Yeah. And he gets off on it yeah. by hearing his own name and exactly. hearing what he did.
0: So Jake was sentenced to be hanged in January of 1948, and Jake sent a motion for a new trial and was denied by the the judge. Jake's attorney told the court that he had done everything in his power to defend Jake and no further appeals would be
1: made on Jake's behalf. So this this is his attorney saying like, I'm done, bitch. I washed my hands of you.
0: He goes. I feel whenever a man of forty-five years old gets an idea that no lives are safe to anyone except his own, that a man is detriment to
1: society and should be obliterated. Damn. Like, so he is job. his lawyer, and he's like, you know what? Hang the shit out of this guy. Exactly. Like, I'm I'm through with this. Don't want to defend him anymore. Through any more appeals. Nope. And Jake sent so many of them. I'm sure.
0: In Jake's response, he said, I was given no chance to defend myself. My own lawyers just asked you to hang me. They apologized for defending me. If they were so reluctant to defend me, why did they contest the prosecutor's proof of murder and now say that everything is proven? Because
1: it's their damn job. They're defense attorneys. That's what they do. At the
0: end of his 20-minute impassioned speech, Bird declared, all of you guys who have had anything to do with my case are going to die before I do. And this became known as the Jake Bird. Hex. <gasps> there's a hex in this case. Yes. And this might easily oh be dismissed God. as like a
1: passionate moment. Unfortunately, it proved to be prophetic. Oh, I, I mean, I hate him, but I really hope there's like a warlock in this case. Six people who were connected to the trial oh, were said to have died within a year. wait did they die before he died yes like he said yes oh my god warlock he's a i hate him but wait sorry keep going (laughs) this is just very exciting there's magic in this case (laughs) the judge on the case edward hodge died of a heart attack
0: within a month the one of the police officers that recorded his first confession divided died within a month as well and an officer who was involved with the second confession The court's chief clerk, a prison guard, and one of the lawyers all died within a year of his sentencing. Oh my god. Before he ever died. Yeah, before he ever died. Shortly after his arrival to the Washington State Penitentiary in December of 1947, Jake began confessing to his involvement in a dozen murders that took place over a span of 20 years.
1: Boy just wanted some free time in the fucking commissary room. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. In early 1948,
0: at the request of the governor, the prosecutor went to listen to the confessions. Jake offered to tell more to clear his conscience, but yeah. I really think Jake, w- Jake was trying to buy his time. Of course. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He wanted milkshakes and like Marlboro Reds and
0: like ride alongs in cars. Yep. So they compiled all of their notes into a 174 page report for the governor. In January 1948, Jake was granted a 60 day reprieve from the governor Walgreen mm-hmm. by claiming that more time would allow Jake to clear up at least 44 murders that he either committed to or participated in while working on the railroad that seems like a nutty amount of the 44 murders only 11 were confirmed to be due to him but jake had more than enough knowledge about the others to be a prime suspect police from several states took the opportunity to close the books on many of their unsolved murders jake had murdered people mostly white women in Illinois nebraska kentucky oklahoma kansas south dakota iowa florida wisconsin michigan iowa oh i said iowa that's um.
1: okay they were confirmed yep like they found evidence Mm -hmm. that could Mm -hmm. link him to it yep and washington okay well you know what then he might who knows maybe he was involved in like exactly that is fucking nuts that is so
0: much similar to the other serial killers jake realized the more details he revealed the longer his lifespan would be extended and he survived 18 months of incarceration until his final petitions
1: W- were denied so that was like that was like 18 extra months yeah yeah okay so you got a year and a half more of life mm-hmm. just by being like yeah, i was involved in this i was involved in that
0: on july 14th my
1: sister's birthday oh 1949 and also Bastille day french independence day <laughs> oh i didn't
0: know that jake Bird ate his last meal on death row and i wish what i would was have it? i don't oh, know i yeah uh, i know keep, wait i'm gonna go keep keep we'll going it up. Yeah. i'm gonna look it up Jake said he could be a good loser as long as he felt everything possible had been done to save his life. A prison chaplain named Arvid Ornel started to read a note from Jake, which he claimed he sought forgiveness for his crimes. But before he finished, the trapdoor was sprung and
1: Jake drops five feet to his death. Damn. I also can't find anything about his last meal. I I, I searched too. There's There's nothing. nothing. I'm looking up four different, I'm looking at four different article heads about the last meal and they all just say... Jake Bird had his last meal on death row and then talked to his attorney for two hours. Bird told Taggart he could be a good loser as long as he yep, felt everything impossible exactly, yep. had been yep. done to save his life. God damn it. Yep. Nothing out there. Ugh.
0: So Jake's case never captured the attention of national press, even though he confessed to committing or being involved in within at least 44 murders throughout the country. Jesus
1: Christ. How come yep. we, I've never heard of him?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Because um, he was African-American and he was young. For his age so like, like he started was at it a young age when we think of Cereal serial killers, killers we think white we think m- middle-aged, middle-aged white women, women. Yeah. yeah yep but history marks him as one of the nation's most prolific serial killers he is now dubbed the took home axe killer and the omaha axe killer over 70 years following death of bertha and beverly their house and shed remains uninhabitable as of september 2020 so you can still go there you can so no one lives there no one lives
1: there yeah are they like is it owned by anyone right now or is it owned by the city or it's up for sale you can buy it actually did you know john wayne gacy's house is up for sale I'm right now i not too. buying any I, I know i know but i just mean like i feel like that shit stays on the market for a long time because nobody wants to live in a house with bad like,
0: juju yeah, yeah definitely the house has been upgraded and repainted but nobody's ever moved in so if jake really cursed the people who were involved in his capture i think he really cursed the site
1: of the final killing oh my too. god yeah and it sounds like he really I, uh, when i was looking up his last meal mm-hmm. All of the websites were like the Jake's, the Jake Bird, Bird Hex, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And he was super <gasps> creepy guy. Yeah, so there we go. Wow, that was the ending to our axe what murders. Absolute
1: dill hole. I know axe murders are really brutal.
0: Oh, sorry, my <laughs> you're fine. Forty-four. We people. just ate a lot of pizza. It's a lot yeah, of we dairy just ate a lot products, of pizza so it makes us gluten and everything yeah. I should not be eating, but that's okay. Yeah, you
1: know? um,
0: you 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 gotta live. You
1: gotta live. Mm-hmm. In the words of Henry Zarowski, you gotta live. You got to laugh and you got to love. From Holes? No, no. Henry Zabrowski? what I was thinking of? No, you're thinking of Stanley Yelnats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.